You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 111. Hey friends, welcome back to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. For today's episode, I want to start off by playing like a silly little game. So it's going to be kind of weird, but just bear with me for a moment. So I'm going to say some words and like phrases, and I want you to think about the first thing that pops into your mind. So don't overthink this, okay? Just first thing that pops in your mind, think about it. Okay, so the first thing is men who drive lifted pickup trucks. (laughs) So you have your word or your thought, whatever came along with that. Okay, the second thing is the DMV. Yes, we all love that place so, so much, I'm sure. Okay, and then the third thing is popular girls. So whatever comes to mind when you think of popular girls, just think about that for a minute. Okay, so it really doesn't actually matter what you thought in your head just now because the only important thing to note is that you had a thought. Your brain automatically associated those words with something, likely some kind of characteristic. And my friend, that is called a stereotype. And you have created one for said thing without even realizing it. But don't worry, because stereotypes are exactly what we are going to be talking about today and why I don't think that they are always a bad thing. In fact, I believe that stereotypes in branding and marketing can be really beneficial when used correctly. So you may already even be doing this without even realizing it. And the term branding stereotype is also one that I kind of just made up because I was tired of people using like fluffier terms that sounded less offensive, I guess. And I don't know, don't take the wrong, not, well, don't take that the wrong way. It's not that I am trying to, like, it's not like I want to use a more offensive word. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I'm not here to like sugarcoat things. In marketing, stereotyping is kind of a key element. Like, you know, it just, we use it all the time. Like it or not, it works. And it's not a bad thing in most cases. I feel like I need to throw a disclaimer out there. Like sometimes I guess stereotyping can be bad. Like don't be a a hole. Like, you know, in general, in most cases, we stereotype and it's a good thing in terms of marketing and business. Now, recently I have done an experiment And today I am going to share those results with you and why I believe that this concept is so important when trying to market your business online. So if this intrigues you and you are curious about branding stereotypes, then keep on listening because we are going to get into all of it right after this. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I am a serial entrepreneur through and through, but most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. 
This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. Calling all photographers, do you struggle with coming up with content ideas throughout the year and knowing what to post every single day? Trust me, I get it, I've been there, and I have a solution. I've created a brand new resource just for you. It's an entire year's worth of content pre-planned out so you will not have to think about what to post for the entire year of 2023. Literally, I am not kidding. This resource is a calendar style resource that provides 12 months worth of content, what days to post, what days to take a break, prompts on what to post exactly, or just inspiration for ideas. It's the end all be all for your content for this year and I cannot wait for you to get your hands on this. Head to sarahelrod.com slash year of content or you can also go to the Sarah Elrod shop to find it as well. That's sarahelrod.com slash year of content or sarahelrod.com slash shop. So let's talk about, about, I feel like I sounded like I was from Minnesota or something for a second. Let's talk about, what is that? Oofta. I I don't know why that's a thing, but I went to Minnesota once when I was a kid and there was like magnets that said Oofta on them. Apparently that's something they say there. I don't know if you're from Minnesota. <laughs> Hit me up and tell me why. Why? What does that even mean? How do you use UFTA in a sentence? Like, I need to know. Um, anyway, so what are branding stereotypes? In all reality, I feel like branding stereotypes is really just strategic branding and marketing. But the word stereotypes kind of just gets my point across a little better. It's a little more clear. People kind of understand what a stereotype is. So I feel like when we talk about how to create this like cohesive solid brand and like branding when it comes to finding like your potential ideal clients, it just makes more sense to use the word stereotype. I just feel like people understand that better. Um, Which is why before we get into everything super deep, I want to define both of those words for you. So branding is the promotion of a particular product or company by means of advertising and distinctive design. And stereotypes is a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. Now, the word stereotypes kind of gets a bad rep a lot of the time, and it's probably true that in most day-to-day life, we think of stereotypes as only bad things. But we don't usually think of those like average kind of just mundane things as having stereotypes as well. So think about it. Whether you want to admit it or not, there are stereotypes that come with almost everything. Walmart versus Target. I bet a certain demographic or feeling just came to mind when I mentioned both of those names. Democrats or Republicans. Ooh, getting a little little controversial, but you know, again, I say one of those and you're probably thinking, even if it's your own party, you're probably thinking a certain stereotype about that party. Uh, People who live in Hawaii versus people who live in New York. Like, you know, you probably think people that live in Hawaii are just like, hang loose, bro, like chilling. Everybody's like moving a lot slower. It's more a calm lifestyle. Whereas like New York, there are people there kind of known to be like rude and everything's super fast paced. It's the city that never sleeps, like all those sorts of things. Now, even though I just did, I don't have to say my thoughts on those things because I bet you already have thoughts about what those kinds of people look like, dress like, talk like, behave like, and so on. Branding stereotypes are essentially 
a business's way of learning their demographic and then using those characteristics to market to the proper audience. So let's talk about examples of when to use those stereotypes. As I said before, there's probably a really good chance that you have done this already without even knowing that this is what it is that you were doing. And I think it's important to understand all the different ways that we use stereotypes in business and how it actually benefits us and the customers in the long run. So allow me to give you some examples of when to use branding stereotypes in your business. Number one, creating an ideal client or customer profile. Number two, social media posts. Number three, your website. Number four, email marketing. Number five, in-person. Are you catching my drift? Um, yes, you should be using branding stereotypes in essentially every aspect of your business. So let's break them down a bit more to see why. So let's talk about creating an ideal customer profile. You've probably heard me say, or someone else say, something to the effect that it's good to establish your dream client or customer when starting a business. But why is that? This is because you do not want to be trying to sell your products and services to like every single person out there. It would get completely exhausting for you, but also it would make no one feel particularly seen or heard. And there's that saying of when you talk to everybody, you talk to nobody or you reach no one. If somebody comes across your brand and all of your content is just so generic to keep things super neutral, you're going to push people away more than you're actually going to attract them. But if the right person lands on your profile because you have been using imagery and language that caters to that specific person, then they are going to be totally on board to work with you. Stereotyping someone's interests, conflicts, style, tastes, etc. is the best way to build connection with them. Remember, the goal is to establish trust in order to get somebody to buy something from you. And the more it feels like you know somebody, the more likely they're going to be to trust you. If you are a photographer with, let's say, a Western niche, uh, think about who your ideal client may be stereotyped as. Chances are you're looking for a couple that lives rurally, they drive a pickup truck, um, they wear Wranglers, shop at Boot Barn, and maybe watch the TV show Yellowstone. And I know you may be rolling your eyes and thinking how cheesy that all sounds, but you also know that it's the truth. It's actually funny how much this concept is relevant in my own life and, you know, business, um, personal life, business, whatever. This is really kind of just a relevant concept because I remember when I first started talking to my husband, Tyler, like we were just barely talking at this point. And I think I had brought it up to my brother that I had just started talking to this like new guy. And, you know, I'm kind of just telling him about him, what I knew so far. And before I got too far into that conversation, one of the first things my brother said was, I bet he drives a pickup truck and plays baseball. And I was like super annoyed at first and I rolled my eyes probably into the back of my head because honestly, like who wants to feel so called out by their own family? But he wasn't wrong. Like Tyler did in fact do both of those things. Um, you know, what can I say? I have a type and my brother knew it. But that's, again, it's kind of a stereotype for even myself. Like I am the type of girl that tends to go for the guys that drive pickups. They tend to play baseball. That tends to be their sport of choice um, or used to play baseball or whatever. Um, and then obviously like, 
they're kind of the wrangler wearing cowboy boot wearing cowboy hat wearing kind of guys um and just so happens he was cattle rancher so that was just kind of a bonus that he actually knew how to ride a horse because i never dated somebody like that i always had to teach them anyway <laughs> i'll get off that soapbox now so anywho um but yeah basically like it is super like common to have branding stereotypes in everything like your own your own personal life business whatever so let's talk about branding stereotypes and social media one of the most prominent ways that branding stereotypes are relevant probably above all else is on social media and i think it's safe to say that for most business owners social media is where most of their clients are found which means it needs to be so clear who you are what you do and who you serve that first impression that you're making on a potential client has got to be black or white, whether or not they are the right fit or not. So how do you go about accomplishing this, especially in the day and age of short form video? Because of how fast TikTok and Instagram reels have become, there's constantly new content being pumped out every single day. People are posting multiple reels a day. There's just so much happening. And the way the algorithm works is it's pushing new content to you every single day to try to figure out what you want to see. Branding stereotypes in this sense have become more important than ever. Think about your own habits when you're scrolling one of these apps. You're just sitting there swiping along deciding which videos that you're going to actually land on and watch all the way through and chances are the ones you pick to land on are the ones that are going to pique your interest for a reason it's probably going to be because of something you saw in that video or maybe something maybe they had a catchy phrase at the beginning that caught your attention because it was something that piqued your interest um and so kind of going back to what i said in the intro about an experiment I did this on my own social media platform where I would post content talking about whatever topic in just kind of normal dressed clothes. I'd just be in like a t-shirt and like jeans and didn't, you know, had kind of just like a plain background, um, nothing super specific to who I was or like what kind of people I tend to cater towards, like who my client would be. Um, so I did content like that. And then I did the same thing in more specific strategic thought out ways like i wore certain clothing i had a certain type of background like key elements kind of around me i said certain words that were kind of like buzzwords and those videos and those pieces of content performed significantly better than the rest and that's fully because people are more likely to land on content like that when they feel like they are going to connect with you. They relate to you over something. And I mean, you have like a second to make that first impression, especially on Reels and TikTok when you're trying to reach a new audience and get on their, just their feed, their Reels feed or like the For You page because those people don't follow you. So why should they why should they land on your video and actually watch it all the way through? You have about a second cuz again, you are scrolling through those videos so fast. You probably do it yourself. So you have to understand that you need to catch their attention like right away. So oftentimes how you're going to do that is by what you're wearing, what you look like, something in the background behind you, maybe the location you're at. Anything along those lines um, is going to play a huge part. 
So let's talk about dressing the part. Kind of going back to my like Western wedding example. Um, as a photographer myself, I've had to do this. In my content, I will strategically wear things like cowboy hats, turquoise jewelry, cowboy boots, things of that nature. Even when I know dang well, I do not wear that stuff on a daily basis. Now, before you start thinking things like, well, that sounds super fake then. Like if you don't wear it every day, why are you wearing it in your videos? Hear me out, sister. The uh, social media, like your social media, needs to be a blend of showcasing what kind of clientele you serve and the real you. So for me, I, like I said, I tend to use reels as the opportunity to reach new people, as should you, because that's really like the main purpose of that feature is to reach new people. So in reels, I get a little more intentional about what I look like and what kind of vibe I'm giving off. Then once someone decides to follow me because of that, they will be able to dive deeper into my feed and stories where I show up with like no makeup and sweatpants on and kind of more of the real life. Again, that's just my own example. Depending on what kind of people you're trying to reach and who your audience is, they might resonate with something completely different. They might resonate where you're wearing sweats and a messy bun. And I make content like that too. It just depends who I'm talking to in that particular piece of content. If I'm talking to business owners or photography clients, since I'm trying to reach like the Western people in the Western community, yes, I'm going to wear stereotypical Western clothing. But if I'm trying to reach like the stay-at-home moms, I'm probably not gonna be wearing a cowboy hat because that's unrealistic walking around my house in a cowboy hat. I'm probably going to be wearing my hair in a bun or in a clip and just like no makeup on trying to survive out here. <laughs> so it just depends. Um, every business is different. This is not a one size fits all kind of situation. Um, and then I mentioned earlier in my examples that in-person branding stereotypes matter too. So it's easy to kind of understand why it's key to have like a website that looks the part, to dress the part on social platforms, talk the part in your emails, all for the same reasons that I just kind of spoke on. But have you considered that in-person interactions matter too? Now, I do not believe that they are quite the same, especially in a service industry where you are seeing clients in person after they've already booked you um, because you're not necessarily having to make that impression. You've already done it enough to where they have booked you. So you're, you're in already. But think about this. Is there potential for other people to see you that may want to hire you? A lot of photographers, wedding photographers, things of that nature will wear like all black jumpsuits to weddings and their jobs but for me as someone who does mostly like ranch-based weddings jeans and boots with a nice top often fit the attire plus it's very on brand for me sure i could still show up wearing my black jumpsuit and like flats but chances are the people attending the wedding that is on the ranch may have similar interests as the couple that booked me so if i'm photographing a wedding for a western couple and some of their guests attending are also in you know into the same things the same interests and they see that the photographer is wearing like jeans and boots they may want to hire me based on the fact that i just look like I would understand their interests and their hobbies. And yes, this has happened to me plenty of times. So don't knock it until you try it.
There's a good chance that if you've been around here before, you've heard me talk about HoneyBook, but never like this. Right now, you can get the ultimate tool that I use for my business for only $1 per month for your first eight months. That's $8 for eight months to have access to all the features that keep my business up and running. After the eight months is up, you can choose to get on a monthly subscription or an annual one or cancel entirely if it's not your cup of tea. HoneyBook is perfect for any small service-based businesses as it is the all-in-one solution to everything you could possibly need. Keep everything from client communication to documents, payments, scheduling, and more all in one easy organized place. Personally, I love that HoneyBook has contract templates ready to use as well as email templates, questionnaires, and brochures. They even have free account migration so that if you've been sending out these things in another way, they will set up your account with your current documents for free. And did I mention that you can get paid through HoneyBook? This was such a game changer for me because now I can put clients on payment plans and track them all in one place. And if someone is late on a payment, HoneyBook sends them a reminder email automatically for me. So I can skip the awkward, where's my money email. Introverts, I know you feel me on that one. To give HoneyBook a try for only $1 per month, head over to sarahelrod.com slash HoneyBook and click the link. This is a business resource you are going to wish you had sooner. I am very curious to know what you think about this idea. Branding stereotypes may be a word that you've never heard before, but I promise that the concept itself is not new. So try for yourself this week. Post a reel where you include something that stereotypes the people you want to reach. If you are wanting to book clients that love hiking, go out on a hike or somewhere that looks like a hike. Yes, this is in this case is one that you could, you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. I don't recommend that very often, but in this situation, you don't actually have to be out on a hike to make hiking content. You could just like stand out on nature somewhere and pretend you're on a hike. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you don't have to be like going all out for this stuff. Like it's easier said than done. You're just trying to make that first impression within the first like couple seconds of a video. So you want to just grab that attention. So let me know what you think. Head on over to the Branded Cowgirl podcast on Instagram and send me a message or comment on a recent post and tell me what you think about this. Does it work for you? Have you come up with other ways to include this concept into your business? Did you already know that this was a thing or did I just blow your mind? Um, make sure to follow us on all of our social platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. There is a Facebook group. Be sure to subscribe on Apple podcast Spotify or wherever you tune in from also please be sure to leave a review on Apple podcasts it means the world to me to hear your feedback and it helps to get the show out into more earbuds we are over 40,000 downloads you guys I oh, I'm freaking out like I I can't believe we're at 40,000 I don't even know what my goal is I like meant to set a goal for uh 2023 what my download number was gonna be I think we're just gonna shoot for the stars and say 100,000 do we think we can hit 100,000 downloads in this year I think we can um but I need your help to do it so please 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 share um the share the Instagram page share things on your stories screenshot this post it to your story tag me I would love to interact with you on social media um, and I'd love to hear what you guys think. So uh, thank you for listening. I'm so happy to chat with you as always. And until next time, I will see ya.
You've just finished another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. And if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on Sunday, then I don't know what will. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl Podcast and TikTok. Also join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl Podcast Insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.